Welcome to Talks at Advent, homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, God is one. Amen. Four Sundays in Advent, it is just not enough time to explore all the multifaceted aspects of the season. I mean, we get the broad sweep, sure, but all the various themes that work together to create an atmosphere of expectation, of history and future, of darkness looking for light, of prophecy and redemption, and the grand narrative, I wish we had more time. Don't get me wrong, though, it's all there in the services of Advent. It's just that we don't get to make it to all those services or get to perform them because we don't have the resources or we're too spread out or we're very busy. It's true. But in the services of Advent, we have the pre-dawn Rorate Masses on Saturdays, the Ember Masses of Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday of the third week of Advent this past week, Matins and Vespers offices every day, the Saints' Days of Advent like Ambrose and Nicholas and Lucy. And you can still get a taste of it now in the Home Devotions for Advent document that's on our website. The link to that is printed on the back of the bulletin. And I um, recommend clicking that and using it this week um, as we make it to Christmas. But Christmas is already, Christmas Eve anyway, is six days from now. Can we say that we are fully prepared? I know I could have done a lot better. It's hard to keep the right mindset and focus on preparing for God when the daily grind of work and family and whatever social interactions we can manage so easily eat up our days and our focus Christmas is going to come anyway, so can't we just keep worrying about um, keeping ourselves and our households going and just celebrate it when it gets here? That's true. Even as the Grinch discovered, you can not only not be preparing for Christmas, but actively working against its arrival, and it will arrive all the same. So again, if Christmas doesn't need us preparing for it, for it to arrive, what's the point really? As Orthodox Christians, we don't celebrate Christmas, or any feast day for that matter, as a mere day of remembering something or someone from a long time ago. We believe that time and space, earth and heaven can overlap and circle back on each other and touch each other and actually make present the same reality multiple times in multiple places. When we assemble in this church, to liturgically declare the arrival of the baby Jesus of Nazareth, then we are in the presence of that baby. The reality of that holy night 2,000 years ago is made real and present within these walls. And we are mystically, but truly, in all reality, put into the presence of Mary and Joseph and the shepherds and the newborn God-man lying in a manger. The angels are already there, showing us that the heavenly reality is open, that veil is drawn back, right? And we, as citizens of heaven, are singing with those angels as the veil is drawn back on our side, too. If it's not a big deal for God to pull back the veil 2,000 years ago to show heaven, it's not a big deal for him to pull back the veil for us to enter into heaven and see through the open veil and be there in the reality of that night. And, I mean, that's our theology. That's what we believe that's why we come on Christmas at the Midnight Mass. We will truly be in the presence of the Christ child on that night. 
and all the social celebrations and uh, the traditions and everything outside these walls follow from that miracle that happens inside these walls. When people over the centuries developed all the Christmas traditions that we love, it was to celebrate what happened in the church. So that's what it means to say Christmas is coming. The veil will be pulled back and the birth of our Savior will be right here in our presence. And so knowing that, the preparations for Advent make more sense. We want to make sure that our hearts, our lives, even our houses are tidied up for that momentous night. My sister just flew back into Atlanta yesterday from Hawaii, and I knew that she'd be dropping by our house for a bit. And knowing this provided us, but mostly Ashley, some extra motivation to deal with the dishes in the sink, sweep up and pick up a little, and to finally make me do something with all the books and clutter that I had all over the living room. Why be motivated to clean when someone's coming over to your house? Well, part of it's for you, you know, to avoid the embarrassment of appearing slovenly or unkept, and part of it's for your guest, to genuinely make them feel valued and welcomed at home and comfortable. The preparations we make for guests are done for the exact same reasons we should want to prepare for Christ to come to us, to show that we value him, that he's welcome, that he's worth us making the effort. Even nature itself gets in on this, as we see from the propers of our Mass today. Drop down, ye heavens, from above. The very skies work to accomplish the coming of Christ. Every valley shall be filled and every mountain leveled in order to make a straight path for Christ's coming. But that's above our pay grade. You know, we don't have to um, do anything in nature. We just have to prepare ourselves. Um, but in a sense, you know, that's more important, actually, and valuable than the bending of skies or the leveling of terrain, because heaven and earth will pass away and be remade. But we are eternal. These spirits of ours have the capacity to bear the very presence of God in ever-multiplying degrees forever and ever, world without end. Two figures from the scriptures really stand out today for us to exemplify this. St. John the Baptist, of course, is the archetypal example of all the prophets calling us to make ourselves ready for God's appearing. Standing here preaching today, I'm only echoing his role um, in calling us all to prepare. But the true archetype for actually preparing to receive and then receiving and then bearing and then bringing forth the fruit of God's coming is the Blessed Virgin Mary, who was full of grace, as we'll hear in our communion antiphon. I don't think we dwell on those words sufficiently. Full of grace. How transformed can we become with just a little bit of grace from God? Grace, by the way, essentially means gifts. The gifts of God given to us to raise our nature up. So if Mary is not only possessing of some grace, but is completely full of grace, this means that she was specially prepared by God to receive and bear his son in the flesh. And this means that she is our example par excellence of how to receive him in our hearts. She is at home in the presence of archangels. She is a co-worker with God and his plans. She is entirely humble and willing to be used, even used up. She is meek, reflective, 
submissive. She thinks only of God and of her love for God, which then spills naturally into being full of love for others. So let us look to, let us listen to John and heed his call to prepare, and then look to Mary as our example of how to prepare, how to bear God in our hearts as she did in her womb. Let us take the time to um, use what resources we do have available to prepare ourselves, not just for the sake of Christ, to show him how much we value and care and uh, how much worth he has for us, but also for our own sake, not just so that we're embarrassed if someone shows up to our house before we've cleaned it, but so that we are prepared to bear the fire of God himself so that we aren't burned up, so that we can become like the burning bush, intact, even while the fire of God is completely engulfing us and God's spirit comes to dwell in us. These are why we make preparations during Advent. And we only have a little bit of time left before that holy night when the veil is pulled back and the Christ child is presented to us and we stand in his presence. Will we be ready? Let's pray this week that God will begin filling us with the grace to be like Mary, to make our hearts like unto her virgin womb, pure, consecrated, waiting to be filled by our God. So when we come into the presence of our God and King, so humbled to be made a tiny little baby, may our hearts be truly ready to receive him with joy and love and reverence. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Talks at Advent. Homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia.